0: topic. We did. I oh, said
1: I said casinos, but I wasn't really sure why. You, mu- you must have said um, that when
0: I took off my headset because I don't remember hearing casinos.
1: Okay, have you ever been to a casino, John? Yeah, once, to uh, get a ride home. Nice. Okay. I mean, other than the... being in Las Vegas and wandering through them. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. What, what were you... I,
2: I have both gone to Las Vegas and wandered through them and I have gone to a casino here and, you know, just gone to one.
1: Did you gamble at all, or no? Oh, uh,
2: like the tiniest little bit. It was like, okay, $20, let's see what happens. Oh, hey, you're up like eight bucks. Keep going, you've lost all of it. All <laughs> right, well, that was kind of a
1: fun, you know, 45 minutes. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, I don't know. The only reason casinos are on my mind is apparently, I think casinos will do is to kind of, you know, stay in operation and, like, abide by the city laws and stuff. They'll make donations to community centers, and apparently that's who's really paying Nathan's paycheck. So, that nice. was weird. That was a revelation <laughs> tonight. <laughs> being
0: paid by casinos.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, am indirectly, completely well, funded you're getting paid by, by, by casino the money. Yeah. The, you know, the people want to gamble, um, but the casino has to give back due to obligations, so... So what you're saying is you I should go
2: gamble, because all that money is just going in your pocket.
1: It's indirectly, yeah. It's basically come, just <laughs> coming right back to me. That's that's I think the lesson here. So might as well might as well do that. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I didn't know that until tonight. I went to a business meeting. It's the first time I've ever done that. So cool. They had Chinese food there, and I got a I got a I have fortune cookie actually, and it said an important email was on the way. So whoa. I don't know. Like that's, I get emails know, all the time. Age. Yeah, that's that's aware of what's going on. So good job, uh, people who write those. But anyway, none of that's really important. Unless you guys have any fun casino stories, we can just move on. They're uh, games, really. This is
0: time I was in Dead Rising and I beat up a zombie and it was in a casino. Oh, yeah. That, yeah,
1: I've done that, too. That was in the that was in the second one, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Cool. Does everything
2: about you guys have to be about
1: video games? It does. Talk that perspective. It, exactly. Good job. Good job, John. <laughs> Uh, it is January 24th as we're recording this. Um, who knows when you're listening to it, but you know, hey, just context and everything. Um, I'm your host Nathan. I am joined by John, who you just heard. Hi, and Sean, who you we've also heard already because we're talking already. Yep,
2: yep. talking.
1: Okay. Um, as always, John is the mystery because he doesn't fill out the Google Docs, So I want to know. <laughs> what have you been playing?
2: Just passive-aggressive answer there. Uh, no, it's fine.
1: It's is, fine. Is that?
0: Are you telling me something, Nathan?
1: No, it's it's okay. I I, I personally kind of need it to keep track of what I'm doing, but like if you if you don't need that, you well, I hate keep it John, in your
2: brain. so John should go first. No, oh, no, well. someone so said it's a
0: little bit of an Eeyore today. Oh, really? No,
2: I, I was joking dumb? about you. you just Nathan? gonna die, man. That most okay. recent Winnie the Pooh movie is great.
1: Yeah, not, that is quoted. It. That's a actual... It is dialogue. a good
2: hour, so...
1: No, it's, it's only an hour short. long, so
2: ah. it's not even that much of a commitment.
1: Don't go to Fatburger after, though. That, that'll that ruin the day. But, yeah. I don't think you that mean, relates to the clogging movie clogging your anyway. arteries
2: with grease? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I know, just, well, that's just, just what happened. Just don't go to
2: Fatburger in general.
1: Yeah, I guess that's fair, but, like, those two things are linked in my mind forever. I went to see the Pooh movie, had a great time, then I went to Fatburger and just got depressed. So, so you just had to lie down for a while. Yeah, and then Think I did life. have an E.R. of a day after that, so it kind of sucked. But I I feel fine today, other than that weird casino revelation. Everything's normal. So what's other what's... than that? Yeah, that's fine. I have no moral problems with casinos that I currently have, but maybe maybe I'll you know those will surface as I spend more time near one. Apparently, we're supposed to volunteer at it to keep this happening. So more in like view into how this works, but whatever. John, what what have you been playing? View games, not not you know cash games, money, all that Oh, I, well, I can't talk about my full tilt poker experience. Um, only if it, I, ah,
0: you know, I don't, whatever. I don't actually play poker. I, I have the worst bluff. I, I cannot for the life of me bluff.
1: Like you just get too ex- like visibly excited when something. Yeah,
0: happens? Yeah, I, I can't keep a straight face.
2: Yeah, I, I haven't even tried my, it. My strategy is game. usually just kind of act like an idiot for all of it. <sighs> so if eventually I do get a good hand, they just don't believe it. Like,
1: they'll just be accustomed to you just kind of
2: being silly the whole time. Yeah. Last like, round oh,
1: of, he had a straight flush. Crap. Yeah, Last exactly. round of live
0: poker I played, I just had my DS on me, and I just started playing that, and that kept me from making stupid faces.
1: Oh, okay. So you so were that, clearly that distracted. partially worked. Yeah.
2: You could have been cheating poker. and looking up secret poker tactics online. It was the original DS. Oh, okay, I guess not. Did that have an internet browser? It, yeah, you could buy one, right? Like a yeah, like a, you a could buy, buy one, but it was like, really obvious you were using it, and you needed Wi-Fi regardless. Mm-hmm. Well, that's well, I'm not going to expect the DS to run a wired connection. That'd be kind of funny, actually. That would.
1: That seems incredibly hipster. But there's no like <laughs> 3G, whereas like other stuff enables that. No, now. I just mean like yeah, right.
2: like you know Ethernet cable right into my DS.
1: Right. I guess so. That would that be like if you're saying that's kind of the old internet now, in, in light of wireless. So. And also, just you know, it's a handheld
2: device. But I mean, I wire mm-hmm. myself to the wall. John,
1: what have I, you been playing? I could see utility for that, but whatever. Okay, yes, John, I've asked a couple times now, but yeah, it's okay. we keep getting distracted. Okay, uh, okay I am okay, playing
0: so. Sonic the Hedgehog two thousand six.
1: Of course, yeah. I mean, it's twenty thirteen. <laughs> kick off the year with the classic. <laughs> I love,
2: how, <laughs> I love that response. Of course, yeah.
1: Yeah, for Obviously. sure. Well, o- only I think of
0: it, like, yeah, naturally.
1: No, uh, one of the games on my list, I'm kind of confused why I'm playing it, too, but I'll I'll get into that later. Um, wh- why, What was the thought process behind, I think I should play this one now? Uh,
0: I started working on some of my video stuff, and I work on bad games when I do that. Okay. So, I suddenly was just in the mood to play a bad game. I'm like, oh, let's pick up a copy of Sonic 06. Mm-hmm since, you know, it's fairly cheap.
2: Oh, like you didn't even own it? You went out and bought this today?
1: Yeah. What? That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Like, okay, <laughs> it's called, wait, it's were you out, a, out and about and you saw it, or you left the house specifically for it?
0: I was out running errands, and I was just like, I, I was looking at like a pile of games at one store I went to, and I'm like, Sonic 06.
2: How much did you spend on Sonic 06? 15 that was a mistake. Holy that smokes! That seems a
1: little. That seems a little high. Keep I paid in mind,
2: ten. You, you cannot Imagine get the that digital Kingdom. anymore.
0: That they literally took that off the XBLA market.
1: Regardless, okay.
0: I
2: think the most like I haven't played it, but just from what I know, like five dollars probably sounds okay. That game is seven years old, and no one likes it. Dude, I don't even know why it's fifteen bucks. I've been trying to figure that one out. That's holy smokes!
1: Was it right. worth it. I'm actually having fun. Okay. Well, I've not played it personally, so maybe it's fine. I I don't really. No, have it, it the very obviously
0: thing. has problems. I'll be I'll be frank. This game very clearly has problems. Okay. Collaborate, elaborate. Yeah. I well, the camera's ass. That that's where I'll start. Okay. Ass so it's a 3D Sonic game. I'm intrigued. Uh, pff, not not that kind of ass camera. I'm sorry, Sean. Ah. <sighs> I, I know I know you like
2: your because that's camera. there. You go oh, fifteen dollars. I'm on board. Okay, I I, I had
1: significant camera problems in, like, Sonic Adventure 2, so isn't this kind of just, that's how 3D Sonic works? Well, no, you can
0: actually control the camera in this one, though.
1: Okay, so it's, oh, right, so it's right thumbstick camera, but for some reason they couldn't get that right? Kind of, yeah. Alright. I'm also
0: fighting, right now I'm fighting uh, Silver the Hedgehog, and if you're not fast enough to run away from Silver, he will pretty much kill you instantly, even if you have rings. Hmm. Like you'll lose your rings, and then he will grab you instantly—like no invincibility frame or anything—and you'll be in trouble, which sucks because I almost beat him my first try. Okay. The camera will literally not pan fast enough for me to keep my eye on Silver while he's doing things.
1: Great. Hmm. All right. So, what part of it is fun, though? Uh, really... I don't
0: know. The actual stages themselves don't seem that bad. Okay. Like let's uh, but let's put this keep, in context. Keep in, mind.
2: Keep you in like
1: mind. Sonic
0: Unleashed.
2: What was wrong with Sonic Unleashed? It's terrible and he turns into a Werehog.
0: Is it really is the Werehog thing really still the issue with you?
2: I didn't like any of that game. But
1: which the one werehog had... is definitely annoying
2: stretchy arms? Okay.
1: Okay, wh- the stretchy
0: wh- arm thing was kind of goofy. I'll give you that.
1: Which of which of those two had like the weird interspecies girlfriend? That's this one. All
0: right, cool. <laughs> so, how's that stuff? Is it creepy? That doesn't come up to like the very end, I believe. Okay. cutscenes. So, so I haven't even seen it yet. Okay. I don't know what this is, but... Oh, at okay. the end, like, Sonic kisses a human girl, or the human girl kisses Sonic, something like that. Yeah. Oh, doesn't that happen in, like, the cartoons all the time?
1: I would assume I that would be, th- like I don't the... think
0: there was ever humans in the cartoon besides, like, Robotnik.
2: No, like, the most... Re- like, Sonic X. Most recent oh. cartoon. Oh,
0: yeah, probably happens in Sonic X. Because
2: that, that's this Sonic game. in the real world, right? So... I don't know.
1: Weird. All right. It's got an so, A against Silver. <laughs> so some of the stages are. Why am are I cool. actually decent at this game? How how's the
0: storyline? I, uh, I don't know. What you to know ask what? About. I, I actually I've I've watched LPs of the game. I guess maybe that's that's why I'm actually enjoying it. I know what to expect more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, Storyline's kinda eh. It's like they tried to reboot the, the series, but at the same time they introduced like a ton of characters or reintroduced everyone, like Rouge, the Bat... Shadow of the Hedgehog's in it, uh, Blaze the Cat from Sonic Rush is in it. Okay.
1: Is they, Big th- in there? No. There's okay. There's no Big
0: the Cat and there's no Alpha or Ed 209, whatever the robot is. I'm assuming
1: Miles Prower is present.
0: Yep. Tails, Knuckles, Sonic, Amy.
1: Hmm. Are those
2: birds from Sonic Air Ride in there? No, because they were only in the Air Ride games. Okay. <laughs> All right. They came out with so. a connect sequel.
0: You know what? That wasn't even... Was that even a sequel? I think that was actually just a port. Great.
2: I think that's all that was, was a port. Um, you know what? Full transparency? Didn't really look into it.
1: I saw no, a Mega64 video that made light of how broken it was, so I thought that was pretty funny.
2: Well, because it's true that... Well, that would be accurate to the original ad. then, so
1: yes. Well, yeah, but it was like shot like it was an ad, but then the footage was terrible. It was, oh, it was pretty great. okay. It was, it was pretty great. Um, But okay, so Sonic 06, 15 bucks, run out and buy it. It's apparently pretty great. Are there any um, awesome
2: references to Sonic Underground? No. That was the reboot. Ever. Well, I just like reboot, Sonic right? Underground.
0: I can't believe you like uh,
1: Then again, I have no room to talk, but... Right. Okay. Yeah. And Robotnik's up to bad business, or is it someone else?
0: Yeah, no, it's Robotnik. It's always Robotnik.
1: Is it Robotnik, like... or is it Eggman?
0: Um because if it's Robotnik I think he introduces himself as Robotnik but everyone else says Eggman
1: it's both they've kind of been playing both yeah Eggman's kind of his nickname alright that's kind of I don't know I like Robotnik better, honestly. Yeah, it's a way better name. It's way better. But okay, fine. So Sonic 06, you're, like, video's on the way, I guess? Like, is I, it... No, no, I don't know. I don't want to promise those. I just I, thought that's why you bought it, but... don't. No,
0: I, I just wanted to play a bad game and uh, okay. Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 for some
2: reason. Okay, or, okay. Did you play that's anything fine. decent or else, yes. at least?
1: I, I played Star Fox 2. Oh, that's even older. Okay, so we're going back in time. Yep. Star Fox 2... You said it was pretty challenging. is the tweet I remember.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, so let's let's set the the level here. Star Fox Two is for uh, Super Nintendo,
1: mm-hmm. but it
0: never officially came out.
1: Not not where. anywhere or not here. Not not
0: anywhere. Whoa. Okay. So Sonic? Or, oh crap! I'm still on Sonic. So you uh,
2: finished Star Fox Two. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then started playing it. You finished like programming.
0: <laughs> I finished programming Star Fox Two, and then finally got around to. It.
1: You patched up the rest of that code got it out I, there I would
0: just stay for Sonic since it seems I almost keep saying Sonic again mm-hmm. uh, well Sonic's I'm your favorite game too far in the game so maybe that's why I'm still enjoying it I just fought Silver and got an A okay
2: I don't want to talk about Sonic anymore okay it's just making me sad <laughs> why okay because Sonic is so terrible uh didn't you like Generations? all no, of it? no that was Cause... you
0: <laughs> <laughs> no I thought you played like the 360 Generations I didn't
1: oh I think that was Paul Paul, Paul had good things to say about that game
0: maybe I don't know yeah because I haven't played the 360 Generations yet, besides the demo.
1: Okay. I can't even remember There's the last th- Sonic game I played. There's apparently been semi-decent Sonic games. Unleashed? Sonic's been on an
0: upswing since 06. Uh, I played the tiniest bit of Colors at PAX 10. I heard Colors was alright.
1: I oh, also anyway, heard that. Star
2: Fox 2, it's awesome. It's barrel yeah. rolls.
0: Uh, well, yes, you can. Uh
1: Is Andros there?
0: Yeah, so here's the story. It didn't come out because they canceled it because the N64 was supposed to be coming out soon. Then it got delayed like a year and a half, whatever happened to the N64. But Mm -hmm. uh, the game was almost complete. Like, I think there was like some slight bug fixes and like balance tweaking they had to do. That was it. So eventually the beta ROM got leaked and people went out of their way and completed it so that it could actually be run in emulators.
1: Okay. Okay,
2: but the actual like second Star Fox is Star Fox 64, right? Yes. Okay.
1: I'm just curious. Uh, if, are like, the, are there any similarities? Like, you're like, yeah, a lot of the stuff from stage? Star Fox
0: Two is in 64. Like, uh, Star Wolf. Star Wolf was introduced originally in Star Fox Two, but since that game didn't come out, they got introduced in 64.
1: Cool. Okay, that makes sense. Like, they, they, that's like we already mapped out this whole great Star Fox game. So let's just put that into this new Do one. You, and any idea it. like
2: why it didn't come out? Uh.
1: Just too soon, like too close, or something. Miyamoto
0: said he didn't want to keep doing 3D stuff on the SNES with the N64 coming out so soon. Okay, that's what.
2: Mm. Yeah, I was assuming. Like, why don't we just like make it a better game?
0: I'm kind of bummed out because Star Fox 2 had to come out. Would have
2: been really good. Right, but then if 64 came out, it'd been like, hey, this is the same. Not, no, not really.
0: Actually, um, Star Fox. Okay, did you guys ever play the DS game Star Fox Command? Yeah, that I, was terrible. I,
1: I, I didn't like it very much. I played a bit of it. My cousin was way into it, but I didn't really find much to get into.
0: Okay, so you know the uh, the overview thing where you kind of have like a, a field area. You have to like move your sh- units around, right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine that where you only have one unit. Mm-hmm. The entire you have the entire galaxy. You have to clear out the entire galaxy of enemies before Cornaria takes, like, 100% damage. What you're, the entire thing you're doing is trying to save Cornaria from getting destroyed. Okay.
1: Like, this is the game? Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, Interesting. So it's not, like, so... hallway
2: flying and stuff?
0: Oh, no, there's still that, too. Okay. Um, uh, what happens is, like, there's certain events that'll happen on stage, like, oh, you'll take on a battleship. So you'll fly through the battleship and blow up the heart of it, mm-hmm. or you'll fight members of Star Wolf in a dogfight in space, or you'll shoot out missiles that are on their way to blow up Corneria. Uh, or you will go into uh, planets to try to liberate the bases so you can actually use that as your own starting base to move on to another planet uh-huh. or to get around the, the galaxy faster
1: How does Corneria take damage though? Like, If you fail a mission, does it just keep going? But no, uh, the, when
0: you're playing a mission a, a clock is always ticking down, okay. so while you are doing things on like a planet or at a battleship actual events are going on on the map as well huh. So let's say I fly to the planet to the left uh, meanwhile, the planets on the right might be firing missiles at Corneria, and if I'm not fast enough, I can't go over and stop the missiles from hitting the planet, so it'll take damage. So okay. you have to pick and choose your path going through the galaxy while trying to get rid of everything as well.
1: Hmm, that's a neat, like, you know, setup for a game. That's so yeah, cool. it
0: is a time management, real-time strategy, f- flying, simulating game. It is such a crazy concept, and like I said. The closest thing that to we, we ever got to it was Star Fox Command,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and apparently like I, that was kind of Even I was lukewarm on that. I remember being into that. But it is incredibly fun in Star Fox 2, especially when you put the difficulty to expert, because you have to fight tooth and nail to win that game then. Okay. Um, I ended the game with one dead pilot and 99% damage to the planet, so if I had made <laughs> one more mistake, I would not have beaten that game. Is Planet, just wait, is burning. the pilot, like, Slippy,
2: or is it just unnamed pilot?
0: Oh, no, Yeah, it's you have, like, Fox, Falco, Slip, uh, Slippy, Peppy, and a cat and a dog, which I think are named Mew, and something else. I can't remember the dog's name. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, no, like, you can pick two of the pilots. You don't have to take Fox and someone else. Like, I think my team was Falco and the cat. Uh, and each... Like, the groups that have, like, different abilities, like, Fox and Falco have well-rounded R-Wings, so they have, like, six shields, or sorry, eight shields and three bombs, But and their charge time and their uh, boosts are all medium. If mm-hmm. you pick Peppy or Falco, they have higher health meters, but their charge shots take longer to charge, but they have, like, ten shields as a trade-off. And sure. I think the Cat and Dog have, like, six health, but they start with twin lasers right away, and they're a lot faster.
1: Is there a good amount of, like, you know, co-pilot chatter happening still? Or no, it... which kind of bums me out. Like,
0: Star Fox 64, or even, even like, Star Fox 1 had a lot of co-pilot chatter. There's barely any in this one.
1: Okay. Or, like, wingman chatter, I guess, or whatever. They'll, but, they'll yeah, say yeah.
0: something when you beat a stage, like, yeah, that'll slow them down, or, like, little things like that. But nothing, like, remember. Like, like really. no, like, flavor dialogue? like just No good flavor dialogue.
1: Okay, but, but
0: keep in mind this is a beta of a game. I think they hadn't had a chance to completely write in all the beta, or all the flavor text.
1: Okay, but as it stands, though, still pretty interesting. Just core concept for a shooting space game. Yeah, and Star um, Fox
2: Assault is the best. Is that actual? That's. I'm just saying that's my favorite Star Fox game.
0: Star Fox was all right. Yeah,
2: is that
1: the uh, GameCube one? Yeah, there's that's also a second it's the
2: second GameCube one. Remember, yeah. the GameCube is when Nintendo made all their weird choices. And I have a lot
0: Star of them Fox were fun, Adventure. but
2: everyone was like, I don't care. We'll get to that later.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess so.
0: All right. But yeah, that was it for me. Oh, that's it? Those were those, Okay. Besides, like, grinding out the rest of Paper Mario Sticker Star. So now I have never, never had to play that again.
1: Okay. Was that final grinding fun, or just kind no, of habits... No. I, it wasn't necessary,
0: I just was like, okay, if I do this then I've I can mark a complete on my list and I don't have to play it anymore. Okay. But uh it was like I had to get a bunch of extra excellent ratings on some of my attacks, so that took a while.
1: Hmm.
0: Alright. Game was still fun though, otherwise.
1: Sean, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Um what what video games did you did you play in the past? Oh I guess while? I could tell you that. Oh okay. That that'd be that'd be cool.
2: All right, I finished Analog a Hate story.
1: How how was that story? Oh, it was Hate? cool. Okay. okay.
2: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time with it and it's one of those games where once you kind of figure out the pieces of the puzzle that you needed to finish the game, if you play it again, you can finish it in like 5 minutes.
1: Uh, oh, okay. How but how long was your time with it? Going through
2: going through it once, um 3-4
1: hours. Okay. Was this the digital novel experience you were kind of talking about on Twitter this week, or?
2: Yes, there's two. This is the first one. Okay. Um, See, I like this one quite a bit. This one has a like digital, like digital, a love story. Uh, It has some typing involved with it as well, and some interaction. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, I enjoyed quite a bit the the twist. It there's not a huge twist, but it's kind of a cool thing, and there's definitely some real uh, intriguing story bits that do happen. Okay. There's five different endings. Um, And they can actually change significantly, like, based on, like, who you spend, like, the last half of the game with basically talking to you and stuff, so people mm. can just die and that's it. So, it was pretty cool. I don't think it's worth $10, but I probably would have paid 5 and been happy with it, so that's my recommendation and if it goes on sale again.
1: Yeah, and it's a, it's a Steam game now, so just keep an eye on it. And it is a Steam game. It inevitably happens, so... Eventually yeah. at some point, yeah. And it's been in
2: uh it's been in a humble bundle before or, or it's been in one of those bundles before, so Okay. Um, but continuing with that, I played the so this was Analogue Hate Story and Digital a Love Story was by Christine Love and mm-hmm. she made a game in between those called Don't Take It Personally, Babe. It just ain't your story. Alright. Uh this is a free download on her site. Um, I think if you just search Christine Love, you'll find her site. Um, this has no typing in it whatsoever, but I think this was my favorite one out of the ones I've played of hers. Okay. Uh, this is c- completely just reading stuff and what's going on. It's a bit shorter, I'd say max maybe three hours. There isn't any mo- like diverging endings, and I will say that the ending itself is garbage. The twist they put in there is just, it's so bad. But the, um, the premise of this one is you're a high school teacher. And it's the year 2027. So they have weird social networks now. Okay. Um, and so what you do is all the students, and there's like six students, because if there was more characters to follow, that'd be, that would be really hard. So you have mm-hmm. like six students, and you're an English teacher in your English class, um, and they all have their own laptop, and you have a laptop. And what your laptop can do, and all the other teachers, as you're told, it's not like you talk to the other teachers, you can read all the messages that the students are sending to each other. So not only will you be reading the conversations you're having with students, but while you're talking, all of a sudden a little thing in the corner will go off and be like, oh, one of the students has said another message. And you can kind of pause the game and read what they've been saying to each other. Uh So you're kind of following like seven different little uh, threads going on at once underneath the main story that's going on which the main story usually isn't huge but it'll be like you know you're at class teaching class and oh hey this girl's talking to this girl this guy's talking about this guy these two the this whole three people are having a conversation off to the side blah 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 blah, blah. so it's just kind of cool seeing this and i guess the main premise of this one is it's all about like sexuality or something like that um, so like ninety percent of your students are are like gay or bisexual or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of it's it's kind of just like a character study for all the each of your characters. So I actually was quite interested in it. Like I said, the ending I hated, but this game is free. So if yeah. you are interested in visual novels in any way, uh, the game is don't take it. Uh, sorry, don't take it personally, babe. It just ain't your story.
1: And I do. I'm looking at it now. It's it's on scoutshonor.com. That's the site. Yeah, Christine loves blog. Uh, The digital love story link wasn't working just now, but that stuff's on there too. And that game is pretty
2: cool. All her games are on there. Um, I think analog. You it'll be like you have to pay for it on Steam because that's the first one she's made. The is actually asking money for, so you can get digital for free as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're interested in visual novels, definitely check those out. But like I said, digital has a lot of typing and you kind of going through different systems. Analog is kind of a mix between the two, and don't take it personally. It's on the other side of it. There's no typing. It is just reading. So
1: okay, play yeah.
2: whatever you want. Uh, then kind of uh, last weekend was uh, I'm going to play some games on my iPad. Uh, what game have I had on here forever? Lost Winds. Which, I don't this know, was actually is. one of the first WiiWare titles that people were actually like, hey, look, a good yeah, game on the WiiWare. Yeah, I was going to say
0: that sounded really familiar.
2: Yeah, so this came out on WiiWare years ago. They ported it over to iOS. It actually has a sequel as well, which I do have. And I just kind of collected Lost Wins and Lost Wins 2 when they were randomly free on the iOS store. And I was like, I want to play these at some point. Mm-hmm. They look real nice on the iPad. I will say that. I, I really like playing games on that iPad. That's a nice big screen. It looks really good. But Anyway, Lost Winds, um, it's like a really simple and not very deep uh, Metroidvania game. Okay. So you are getting kind of new abilities to go back and find new areas and stuff. But for the most po- point, it's just uh, go back to this area because there was a ledge a little too higher than you could jump and there's a collectible up there. So there's not a huge reason to keep going around. Mhm. game takes maybe two, three hours, so it's not too long. Um, but yeah, you basically control this little spirit, who I guess is like a wind spirit, so you kind of need to swipe against your character to get him moving and stuff. And you can actually just get him to walk, but it's so much faster just to kind of help him like fly or, or uh, along the little stages and stuff. The combat's not great because... Um, it just wants you to be a little bit faster than you can be. Okay. Um, but for the most part, it's just kind of a charming game, and the visuals are really great. Um, so yeah, I think it's like a dollar on the iOS store, and I would probably recommend that game. I have no idea how it would be on WiiWare. It seems like it would be really hard with the Wii Remote having to like grab stuff while you're swinging them across or whatever. It was just so much easier just being able to swipe as fast as I wanted to on the screen.
1: So mm-hmm. that's all I can really say.
2: Well, keep in mind, like... the. They've had a couple years to improve it, right? For sure, yeah. And, you know, almost completely different interface, so. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of a cool game. Um, but one that really struck me this week um, was the Penny Arcade Gamers vs. Evil deck building card game. Which this was also Wait, on. Is- Sorry, go ahead. Is this
1: a video game? Really? This, like, is, this is an this iPad. The,
2: this is the video game version of the card game. They do have a card game that I have been looking into, but I oh, figured, okay. normally I think this is about five bucks. It was on sale last weekend for a dollar, and I was like, I definitely want to check this out. Okay. And I got I got hooked, so hooked on it. I played it for like three hours straight, and it's just a card game, so you're basically doing kind of the same stuff every time. But I mm-hmm. really like the achievements they have built into the game center, so it was kind of like, all right, I'm going to pick an achievement, and I'm going to do that. Um, so if you like Penny Arcade, I guess, it has a lot of those jokes in there, mm-hmm. but it's primarily a deck-building game, which have either of you guys played deck-building games? Uh, yeah, I like, played Dominion and...
1: Resident Dominion. World. Dominion's okay. the one I played.
2: Yeah, okay, cool. So you guys know how, domin- how deck-building games are. For those listening who don't know what deck-building games are, you basically start out with a small little standard, very small little deck of cards, and then there's a whole bunch of piles of cards in front of you. This might be different for Dominion. This is the only deck-building game no, I've played. No, this, this sounds about right. Yeah, so I'll just go ahead, and you can say if is different in any a- aspect. But anyway, what you need to do is you get a hand from your small little deck, you play your cards, which allows you to buy cards from the bigger decks in the middle so that your main deck gets bigger and better so that you can more easily accomplish the main task. So it's no, kind of who can... Same, same so far. Yeah, so who can kind of collect... The, the most cards like fat not even the most cards, but the best uh, combinations of card fastest so that they can complete the main overall task as fast as you can. so um, it's really fun. again, I don't even uh, like I, it, it was a universal app so I have it on my phone as well. I wouldn't even dream of trying that on my phone because there's so much on the on like the table in front of you there on the iPad. it would be beyond cluttered on the phone. Um so yeah, I really like Universal apps are great. I love getting both of them, but iPad seems to be where it's at for for mobile games between the phone and the pad. But yeah, Penny Arcade was really good. Um I'll probably end up getting that actual card game at some point and then we'll I was, gonna,
0: to I was gonna say, do you see
2: yourself trying out any other deck building games? Because the Resident Evil one is surprisingly good. I I've actually never even heard of the Resident Evil one, but I know like Will Smith from Tested his way into Dominion and Ascension. So I've yep. always been super interested in them, and yeah, no, I want to play some more. So we should play some if you guys have access to some.
0: Uh, I've got the I've got the default Resident Evil one here. So we should play that, and I might be able to snag Dominion off my roommate. Cool. We should definitely play that. Uh,
2: last game, uh, our, and I think the big release of this week. Yeah. Yeah. This oh, is, you this actually played it. Yes, I've been playing uh, Ninu Kuni. Wrath of the White Witch? Yes. I think that's the subtitle. I don't know. I, I just right. call it Nino Kuni.
1: I just call um, it Studio Ghibli the game.
2: It's basically playing a Studio Ghibli film de, uh, programmed or developed by level five, which I'm also fan of, of.
1: Yeah. And Dragon Quest Eight, which seems to be the comparison here.
0: Eight? Because I kept seeing people say five. It's eight. Okay.
1: Um Well they also did I'm, eight. I'm pretty sure it's eight. Yeah, the PS2 one that yeah. I used to. Oh, own. oh
0: wait, oh level five. Okay, no, never mind. Yeah, eight. Yeah. Oh, you're
1: eight. saying Studio Ghibli used to do game art or something?
0: No, or? no, 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 like, A lot of people were saying comparing some of the mechanics of the game to Dragon Quest V because it's oh. like about like monster catching, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Or, or, sorry. No, Sean, yeah. you've played it Familiars, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just
2: eating some chicken nuggets here.
1: Oh, okay. How, yeah, how are those Familiars?
2: So you're not catching monsters. You're um sorry. um. um you're kind you're of getting, get dark arts. you're kind of getting monsters at specific points, so it's almost like getting. You're, you're new You're selling allies.
0: your soul at numerous times. What on what? In little, in li- you're selling your soul in bits and pieces, so you can get new familiars.
1: That was hearts. You're no, you getting really. heartbroken. What are you
0: talking about? I'm making fun. Never mind. I'm doing the same thing you usually do to me. What are you referencing a game? No.
1: Okay. I wasn't sure if you we were. Okay. Just saying. I'm dark so, I'm sorry. Weird your things. joke went
2: over my head. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> But I'm sure for people who got it, it was hilarious. Anyway, oh yeah, totally. So you kind of get familiar at specific points in the game. So it's basically like meeting a new ally and they're joining up on your team. Mm-hmm. I don't like the combat. I don't really get it so far.
1: Is it traditional
2: JRPG? I no, not. it's not. If... It's not
1: turn-based. I heard it was Tales esque though, so I was it's, like, oh, Sean will love this.
2: Well, <sighs> okay, so it's re- it's really weird, really weird. So it's kind of a mixture of things. First off. It's like Pokemon in the sense that you can send one person out to fight at a time. Whether that be Oliver, your, the main character, or one of the three... I think you're going to have three familiars on you at a time. I'm only about five hours in, so I only have three familiars. I don't know what happens if I get more. Um, so you can pick one of the, those four options, basically. At least that's what I can do at the moment. Um, you can switch at any time. You just hold down left bumper, and, or I guess L1, because it's PS3 and uh, select who you want to switch with. And f- if you choose a familiar, they can only stay out for a certain length of time based on their stamina. So you do have to kind of switch people out every every now and then. And each familiar and, and your character, they can all do different spells and whatnot. It's like Tails in the sense that you can fully run around, but you kind of never really want to unless you're just trying to run away from someone. So you never been at a point where you just need to play like the keep-away game? That's kind of it. Is the fact of keep away, which is super boring. There's like the only reason to run around that I've seen so far is just to run away to like re get get some health and stuff back. Because the way you actually fight, and I want to say this is similar to like like Dragon Age maybe, is what you'll do is you'll have a list of commands you can do and you can cycle through them while you're running around, and then you know once you're on like attack or spells or whatever you select them. And if you do attack, your character will kind of target someone you've picked, they'll run over to them, and then for a set period of time, they'll stand there attacking on their own. Mm -hmm. For a set period of time, they'll be doing this attack? Yes. So, Tails, the way that one works is you can run around completely freely, you can run up to a guy, attack him, jump back, and you're already running around again. It's completely, it's almost an action game. This is, you can run around, but then when you want to attack, you have a, like a set timer goes, and your character will kind of go up to them and attack them until the timer's done, unless you hit cancel.
1: So you're initiating kind of a protracted animation. Basically. That is an but it's not just yeah. one
2: attack, they'll just, they'll continuously do an attack over and over and over again. Like they'll keep huh. slashing at him for like the full five seconds
1: or whatever. Right, but you can at any point interrupt that to roll out of the way or something. There's
2: no rolling. What if you wanted to do, like evade an attack? You would have to interrupt it and either try and run out of their like sword swing, or mm. cycle to evade and hit it. Which that sounds like it would be really hard. Maybe if you got really good at that, you could cycle all the way around to evade. But right. that, it almost seems like it's too slow to do that.
1: Right. I did hear some anecdotal stuff like it's hard to kind of because you're you're changing your. Like, you'd cycle to evade with the D-pad, right? But you're moving around no, you the No, you can the use the D-pad, stick?
2: or you can use uh, the uh, R2 and L2, which is what I use, because oh, my thumb so is usually on key. the analog stick.
1: Oh, okay, so they kind of did hotkeys for those. Yes. So that's okay.
2: It's But it's still, like... I don't think hmm. you'd have enough time. If someone's already swinging the sword, you wouldn't have enough time to cancel, wait for your guy to stop attacking... Cycle and hit evade, and then him for him to evade. And also, not all familiars and you can evade. Only specific ones can evade.
1: Ye yeah, okay. So the is best chance Is this really detracting from everything then, or is there it's, a lot of
2: combat? There is a lot of combat, but it's, for the most I mean, part... It's, it's a JRPG, of course right, there's yeah. combat. The, like, well, for the most part, right. I'm just fighting normal enemies, which... I'm kind of just saying, attack, and I don't care if you're going to hit me back, because I'll heal after the fight. But when I get to a boss, it turns into this, I'm going to play as Oliver, because he has the strongest magic, and I'm going to run away from this guy for 10 minutes while launching far away spells at him. Wow, that sounds really it's not boring. great. Like I said, I'm only like four and a half hours in, so and I know JRPGs take a bit to go up, so I might be missing something. Maybe something hasn't clicked. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, I'm not liking the combat... One thing that's kind of cool, though, is you have a little buddy that hangs out with you, and this is for the whole game, and he'll be on the outside of the fight, and he'll throw in, like, health orbs and magic orbs. So basically, if I run out of magic, it becomes, I'm going to run away from the boss until my guy sends me enough magic orbs, then I can keep fighting spells. Okay. So it's, yeah, that part's weird. That's the only bad thing I can say about that game, though.
1: Okay, Um, so the, the thing everyone's praising, of course, is the animation, the style... The personality yeah, the way of the it looks, Studio Ghibli stuff. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's it looks it's great. It's so good. It's like you're hanging out in a Studio Ghibli film,
1: mm-hmm. basically.
2: Um, some of the cutscenes are full Studio Ghibli 2D. Other ones they're still poly- polygonal, doing their thing. Um, but it's uh, quite a lot of voice acting, and it's just it's pretty great. Um, I'm I'm kind of just hooked on it at the moment, playing a lot. It has a cool like a side quest kind of um like errand system, kind of like Borderlands how you'd go to the job board and there'd be random jobs. Mm-hmm. And it has that so you can kind of just like hang out in town helping out people and doing these quick little side quests which are really nice. And actually completing these ones will buff up your character in ways of like you'll run faster on the overworld. So like so, or you'll be able to jump on the overworld. So actually, like, substantially change some ways you play the game. But do you know about that beforehand before you do the mission, or do you have to do the mission to know what the, the
1: buff No, is? the
2: way it works is when you do a mission, you get merit points, and then after every ten merit points, you, you have a card filled out. And then there's, like, a list of, if you have one filled out, you can purchase one of these. If you have two filled out, you can purchase one of these things. So you can see what you can purchase. Uh, At least so far, there's a bunch that are like hidden still, but I I have like a set that I can see. And then once I've done like I don't know, on average each side mission is about two or three. So after I do about four tasks, I can purchase a new skill, kind of. Okay. And that's kind of cool because it's not like a fetch quest or anything. It's mainly just like, hey, there's someone upset in town. Why don't you go help them find their lost earring? And then you just kind of run around town, which I'm kind of liking that. It's just cool to hang out in the town and do that. Um, but yeah, but I guess that's about it. Do you guys know anything about the DS version?
1: No. Uh, only, I... only what they kind of chatted about on this week's are BombCast. We st- are we still getting but... that? That's what, that's what yeah. I was wondering, because I've been
2: following Ninokuni for a couple years, and I knew there was a DS version, and I just, I haven't heard anything about it coming to the States, or maybe it's coming later, all I know is it did not come out this week, and I was wondering if you guys knew anything about it.
0: Last well, I heard, we were only getting the PS3 one, but I don't know.
1: I was kind of under the impression though, like that's the level five game that is of re- well, like well regarded. Like the DS one is a different team, yeah. Isn't that true?
0: No idea. I was okay. under the impression they were both level five, but it wouldn't surprise me if two big games like that were done separately.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not or maybe really sure. I guess there's multiple teams probably within level five as a thing. So maybe. I don't yeah, because they've got like they they always do like their soccer game as well, and like White Knight Chronicles and all this business going on. So, yeah, isn't there a sequel to that game? That's yeah, yeah, came out a
2: couple years ago. It Came out like a year or two later. All
1: right,
2: but what? Uh, when I first started Nino Cooney, what it really made me want to play was Tales of Vesperia. Mhm. I actually put Tales of Vesperia in. Oh. Loaded it up. Uh-oh. Realized I don't remember anything about how to play this game. I'm going to go back to Nino Cooney. So I, there might be a chance that I'm never going to finish Tales of Vesperia. Uh-huh. I wasn't quite sure where you were going. That first it was like he was making it sound like his game's broken. Well, no, because I'm right in front of the final boss, and I was just doing side quests. And I was actually following a like, um, like a, a video walkthrough online. Which I so I finally went back and I was like, let's see where I was at. Oh, oh, your account got taken down years ago. Great. What? I am so lost. What? And so I don't even like I don't even know how to do combos and fight. So it's like I'm I'm going back to Nino Cooney. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, okay. But I was ready. If I had known it, I would have just done the final boss. I would have. But, yeah. Anyway,
1: uh, that's all I played. Uh, Nathan. Hi. I will talk about my games now. Um, I kind of forgot about one last week. I just wanted to give it a mention. Uh, Crunch, which is a side-scrolling, I guess pretty hyper-difficult little game. You're not jumping, though, so I wouldn't describe it as a platformer but you're kind of swimming or floating through these areas full of obstacles like buzz saws and monsters and everything and trying to get to the exit. Um, and it's kind of constantly keeping track of how many times you've died, how fast you're going, um, all that stuff. So it, it's pretty cool. Um, we did a interview with those guys on pixel response that should be going up eventually. I'm not 100% sure when I don't manage the schedule on that, but yeah, that, 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 that thing's pretty cool. Um, I also played a little bit of Adam's Adam Zombie Smasher, which is by Blendo Games, like the Thirty Flights of Loving dude, Brendan Chung.
0: Adam is in the name, or Adam is in
1: at, at, atoms, like as in nuclear bombs. Okay, but not in this context, really. Um, it's kind of like a strategy, simp- like kind of a simplified strategy game.
2: Oh, I know this game. You can like yeah. rewind time as much as you want, and it turns out you're actually building the bomb.
1: No, that was a different one. Okay. This is completely. This doesn't even resemble a video game in that respect. This is like a top-down strategy board game type thing. But y- yeah, you're, you're basically. Yes, Ooh, I, I didn't is there a perspective say. Perspective to it as well. Yes, there is. So hey, there you go. Perfunctory mention of our thing. That that's why we named it that, so we could mention it a lot during the show. That's not true. But anyway, okay. This game <sighs> is you're the rescue squad, basically. You are the evacuation dudes. You're trying to get the people out of the infected zone, and you're trying to do that well enough so that most of the world isn't zombies by the end of it. I'm currently doing really terribly at doing that. Um, But you're kind of assigned different units for each one, like, hey, you got some military troops, a helicopter, some mortars, and dynamite. So, good luck saving the quota of people before everything goes wrong. Um, and depending on how you do, at, like, with each kind of level you select, like, it'll the infection will spill over into neighboring regions and stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm currently doing really, really bad. I'm mostly interested in it mostly because it's, like, Blendo does really scripted narrative stuff, typically, like Gravity Bone and all that. And I heard this was really, really different, and it's definitely that, but it still has kind of a cohesive style to it and everything, and it's it's pretty good. But I don't know, it's I'm once I realized like I played it wrong and I was doing really poorly, I kinda petered out on it, so that was kinda the end of that for me. Hey, did, have you guys played Splunky? Yeah, with you. Oh okay. That's the only time I played it?
2: Pretty much. I have not played Splunky. There's a card on my meta game game that has says Splunky.
1: Okay. I like that game. I, I played more of it. Um,
0: really? Well, yeah. I, I, not the really because you like it. I know you like it, but
1: yeah, I went back to that um quite a bit. I, I I got one more item to the tunnel man, so I'm one I'm one shotgun away from getting the second tunnel built. For those in the know, um, yeah, that shotgun plus a jetpack, like that's a good combo. But it can also make you really cocky to the point where I flew into a bat at night and then fell into some spikes. Well, well like, done, sir. Right well after. Done. It's it's challenging, man. I like that game, though. I will continue to play it periodically. Hey, you remember Skyrim? Remember when I was way into Skyrim? Yeah. I played a little bit more Skyrim. I, I killed that dragon. Are so back to being
2: way into Skyrim?
1: I'm pretty close, but something else came along oh. that I wasn't really expecting. Um... I was sitting in bed playing iPhone games, and I was just like, man, sure. I wish there was just a big, grand-scale adventure game that I could play on this thing. Why is there nothing like that? And I played some Karotica Karate- again, it's like, man, this game's so short. I just, <sighs> nothing, Nothing's doing it. Wait, I have a machine that plays portable games that I've ignored for years. Maybe I'll try that out. So I, I pulled out the DS. Pulled out your GBA, and you're like, Golden Sun!
0: I was going to co- say original Game Boy, put in Tetris.
1: I'm actually this close to playing Link's Awakening, but I played Phantom Hourglass, like a bunch of it. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you own yeah. a second one? I do not have Spirit Tracks, but I was looking into it in light of how much I'm enjoying Phantom Hourglass. I could probably just it's... loan you that. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll probably that that working... loan you a copy. I have a working 360 now, too. So, hey, Syndicate? Just gonna sure. say that on maybe, the air. Cool, maybe. Cool stuff. Um, but yeah, that Phantom Hourglass game, I most, I, I enjoy pretty much everything about it except that Temple of the Ocean King. I don't know if you remember, but there's like a central temple that after every, oh yeah, they have to keep going back to over and over again, and
0: redoing it every time. Well, they keep at least they keep adding new parts to it. I'm not excusing
1: Phantom Hourglass, but by you any have to do means, the old but... parts
2: before the new parts, right? Yeah, Le- yeah. That's
1: the part that, like, broke my mind, because, like, I was, like... That's the like, thing
2: everyone complained about.
1: I was having a great time, like, got through that first dungeon, like, had, had a decent time with the Temple of the Ocean Cam. I was like, sure, whatever, man. It's like a stealth dungeon. This is kind of different. Cool. It's a like, time limit. This is great. And then after I beat the second dungeon, it was like, wait, what's happening? Really? And it was just... That was just such a weird thing. Like, they do... You do get through it faster, because you have bombs or something now, or, like, a shovel. So yeah. that's how they kind of... Or like, you know, come on, just play through it. You're good at this. You've already done it. But it just seems like such a weird central thing to keep doing. But whatever. Aside from that, I like upgrading your ship. Um the little treasure mini game is cool. This is like a five year old Zelda game though, so I'm sure everyone who's played it. I know John you didn't like the control scheme very much. No, I'd rather have
0: just used buttons instead of the touch screen thing. I, I found can... it I found it was okay. No. I've been
1: yeah, I've been like, like it generally was serviceable. Like
0: it wasn't necessarily bad, but there's just something about it at at the time really bothered me. And I, I would just...
1: definitely
2: prefer controls, controls for sure. But I'm just it was oh. you know, it was enough.
1: Worst worst part of the, like okay, so I'll put on my headphones and be trying to play this at night sometimes, and then there are points in that game where it just demands that you yell at it, which just seems like the worst thing for like that kind of quiet experience I'm going for. So I'm just like yelling well, at my DS. Well, no, it's DS. for,
2: you're supposed to be sitting on the bus yelling at your DS. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, like, there's so few places where that would make sense. Like, it's just like, oh, I gotta find a yeah, quiet room somewhere. I think somewhere. all microphone
2: stuff on handhelds is terrible, because when I'm, I do not want to be the guy on the train blowing at my DS.
1: I was sitting at a couch at the university waiting for class, blowing out candles, and I was like, whatever, no one's paying attention to me, it's fine. I, but...
0: I went to university lectures and played uh, Rub Rabbits before.
1: So it's demanding all sorts of silly nonsense of you. Yeah. Great. Like, it, uh, there was a point in this game where it's, it, you're supposed to close it to stamp a map.
2: Those are the yeah. best games that they make you close it. I remember Hotel Dusk did this for one of its puzzles. Those okay. are the best. That is actually it is a really neat touch. I'll give it that. Oh no, no, like, sorry, not Hotel Dusk. I think it was one of the Professor Layton games.
1: Okay. I no, I, I found think found Hotel it really Dusk baffling, had that too. Did it? Okay. I, I was thoroughly more games by need it. to be
2: held at. sideways as well. Book style. Yep.
1: Yeah. Basically, this this game kind of like maybe just rethink. Like, I'm gonna play some handheld games, like proper ones, cause I like the iPhone, but they're just not you know this big and this well thought out. So, yeah, handheld games. Nice. Welcome back. Yeah, I know. Um, I as to where I am, I think. Oh, what was it? I just beat the third temple. So, so I, you're nowhere near done then. Yeah, like I guess that's probably the halfway point. Like I think you have do. to go
2: back to that central dungeon
1: like four times. Only four times? Because like I'm about to head back there again.
2: I th- I I think it was four. I ended up I didn't I don't think I finished four, it.
1: Four sounds
0: right actually. That's I'm pretty sure you have to go there at least four times. If I'm gonna compare, maybe it to... one extra one after that.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. If I was to compare it to how, like Ocarina break, like breaks down, there's those first three temples, and then you find out, hey, guess what? There's like five more temples. So is it something like that? Am I
2: pretty sure there's eight temples like always? So. Yeah,
1: I, like all my like I know I'm not know when you're done because on my C chart I only have half of it, so there's a lot more to do. But yeah, I'm you know some of the little side characters I've been running to charting my boat around, drawing on things and taking notes on it and stuff. It's cool. It's a cool game. Um. But yeah, then I played The Cave. Um, oh, so this is the one I was curious about. Yeah, this is another release this I almost week.
2: picked it up as well, but then I was like, I don't have time with any know,
1: Yeah, I, um, I did a playthrough of it yesterday, but the kind of conceit of the game is there's seven playable characters. So I've only seen three out of seven stories, kind of, because... Like, you'll see a good chunks of it again, is my understanding, but there's like whole themed levels for each character... And right. you go through with unique.
2: three characters so you see all of those three's story, right?
1: Yeah. Um and that's that's kind of a neat a neat idea. Like for the Who most you part, play through as I played as the time traveler, the scientist, and the adventurer. Um I guess that was one of the first things I noticed, like a nice even gender split in there. So good job, I guess, for paying attention to that. And the characters seemed reasonably charming enough. The game talks directly to you. So the pl- like the characters kind of do their own, like they don't have a lot of stuff to say or anything, and they kind of their stories are always morally problematic because that's kind of the point of the game is just to kind of have a little fable, kind of like a little lesson story play th- play w- through with each of these people, um, usually about greed or like well, greed <laughs> that seemed today's to be today's lesson is yeah. Now I'm trying to think what the third one were- oh envy I guess. Sure, we'll, we'll call seven one of them. Seven uh, Not quite, but I don't think that's what they're going for because Ron Gilbert was saying like he originally had a cast of like thirty characters in his head that slowly got trimmed down, and it was like nine as of a year ago or something, but they cut it down to seven. Um, the, uh, Alex Navarro pointed out in his review that seven is such an awkward number for this though because you know you'll play through it once, have a good time, play through it again, see completely different stuff. But then that third playthrough is always going to suck because you're seeing two thirds of the same thing, right? And then one third of new stuff. So, and it's not even a third really because there's also common areas in the game itself. So, I, like I think there's some. I, I think the Hermit Island is in all of them. Like that's vague. There's a place. Anyway, um, there was uh, okay. The way the game generally plays out is it's a mixture of light platforming with classic adventure gaming kind of puzzle stuff, uh, but with very small inventory. So essentially you can only have as many items as you have characters, so three at a time in play, and the puzzles are kind of more simplified and based around that kind of smaller scale thing. So it's, it's much more kind of readily apparent for the most part what you're supposed to be doing, it's more just kind of figuring out how those few pieces fit together and whatever. I will say, though, there was, like, a baffling logic leap in the Time Traveler story that just had me totally confused for, like, an hour and a half. Like, I just sat there, just like, I don't understand anything. Do you mind if I give a vague hint as to what's happening? I, I think wouldn't.
2: A... It just came out.
1: Okay. Alright. Huh. Okay. I guess I'll use this just as a means of saying, the Wii community, the Wii U community... There's a lot of chatting happening in there about puzzles and stuff, and like they have the spoiler masking and all that stuff oh, in there. Oh, wait, you
2: played this on the Wii U?
1: I played it on the Wii U, um, and that was that was a great part. I like the social feature aspect of it. Like, that's a great Wii U community so far. Like, just chatting it up in there, yahing each other's comments and fan art and everything, um, and also gameplay hints, which is great. Um, but I, I I was a little disappointed almost immediately because it does not have gamepad support. Like, I can't play this anywhere else. Which was kind of my hope. I could play this. Oh, so you're saying it might do
2: something cool with the gamepad?
1: Uh, it it really just has character selection. So there's your three character portraits, or like them just standing there oh, on okay. the screen, and you switch that way. What which, made you
2: pick the Wii U then?
1: Um, I I I kind of hoped it would have. Gamepad support, but also oh, okay. I just kind of want an excuse to use that thing more, because it hasn't been doing much lately.
2: Yeah, I have another friend who picked it up, and he chose Wii U just so he can play his Wii U. Yeah, um, it
1: it's fine, like, just generally as a port or something. I don't think there's any real problems with it. It looked great and everything. But, yeah, I was kind of hoping they would use that gamepad a little more so, but whatever. I, st- I still, I do like the intuitive nature of tapping on the screen, though, for that kind of stuff. Like, it did kind of, I could hide the button prompts for that stuff then, so that it was just a crisp, like, there's no HUD then at that point. It's just all on your gamepad. That's a super minor thing, though. Like, I I will say, just in light of there not being Wii U gamepad support, if you have both, if, if you might want achievements or something instead in lieu of this, but again, that Wii U community was kind of fun to look into. Um, overall, I, I will say I enjoyed the experience. I, one thing though, I wish you could run if that makes sense. Like the, I heard
2: that was the big thing is a lot of backtracking.
1: Yeah. There's, there's tons of backtracking specifically if you're kind of just like, oh, I screwed up that solution. You know, like I need the, I need this power, this fuse from over here. I need to put it up here and then I need to grab the thing from up here. Oh, I screwed that up. You have to like redo stuff a lot. If you could just run, it would just make everything less frustrating. Like, slowly, there was just this kind of frustration building inside where I'm just like, I know exactly what I need to do and where I need to be. I'm just slowly wandering over there now. And that kind of sucked. The other suggestion I would have is just like, there's no way to summon your three characters together. So... Like, this is ideally played cooperatively, I guess, is kind of what they were hoping you'd do. But... I don't know, like maybe I'm just in a weird, but good luck finding like three old school adventure game fans that want to roll with you on something like this at the same time on your
2: local co-op, right?
1: Yeah, it's local co-op. So it's, it's kind of seems like they should have just had press up or something or hold, hold, like there's a bunch of unmapped buttons. So hold LT say, and then your three characters gather together because otherwise you're kind of like switching between them just so you can run them all to the same place. Kind of similar problems I had back in the day with like Donkey Kong 64 where you have five characters that each have their own doors they can unlock kind of. Right. Like that kind of those that kind of platforming problem comes up here and there which it just kind of becomes tedious here and there. There are some pretty good gags in it though. Like despite getting frustrated with the time travel segment, I liked some of their idiocracy style humor about historians and how they'll get everything wrong about our current era of stuff. Um The Hermit Island I actually really liked, even though it ends kinda weird and sad. Um The Scientist stage is pretty cool and kinda darkly funny and whatever. And that's just like three of them, so I'm kinda curious to go through it again and see completely different stuff. So I, I like how long it. Is it. Um I played through it all in one, like pretty much one day. So, I'm gonna say probably four or five hours, and about fifty minutes or an hour of that was me being lost. So, all right, depends on like how how intuitive you are or how good you are at figuring out some of these puzzles. But yeah, I, and you know so beyond that, the fifteen? I like th- I'm kind of a bit biased because like I'm such a fan of some of these developers like Chris Remo worked on this game JP Lebreton Ron Gilbert like those guys are all there and those are like dudes I follow on Twitter and kind of keep tabs on or whatever so I, I, it's hard for me to speak like completely objectively on it um it probably really does cater more to old school adventure game fans so if you're like a Monkey Island fan. You'll probably get more out of this, maybe. it's kind of fits that sense of humor quite well. Like, it's better than Death Spank? I, that's Ron Gilbert's last thing that I remember. Like, I would right. say it's just a better experience overall than that, for sure. Um, but yeah, again, I've seen like half of it, so maybe those other stories are terrible. I don't know. But generally, positive impression of it. I kind of just wish it was mechanically a little faster so t- as to mitigate the frustrating aspects of it. But anyway, that is that. Let's go on to quite a pile of news. Um, Sean, you've been kind of keeping tabs on most of this stuff. I have a story or two in here, too, but let's start with Two Human.
2: Right, okay, so you guys remember, I think it was about a couple years, about a, I think it was a year back, uh, well, there's all been a, copies Was it of,
0: even that? I think it was less than that. Okay, it was oh, last year.
1: Since this recall thing or whatever, this destruction... Yeah, so all
2: copies of Two Human had to be taken back from the right. stores. Uh, this is just kind of continuing with that. Um, everything digital involving 2Human on, like, Xbox Live yeah. has to be removed now. So that's games on demand, the demo, screenshots, video have all been taken down.
1: Was there any kind of DLC, or will this... I don't believe
2: there was any DLC. I don't
1: think. Okay. They, I, they didn't
2: mention I didn't look too deep into what was it, but they. I'm assuming they would have said DLC if that was taken down. Okay. So that's just still kind of
1: weird. Well, this has been such a like slow ticking time bomb thing. Like, there's been this ongoing lawsuit with uh, what is it, Epic Games over Unreal yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I
2: read a little bit, and apparently the people behind Two Human, they actually started this lawsuit.
1: Yeah, they and then they turned around it. on
2: them, and turns out they're in the wrong, and so that backfired. hard. Yeah,
1: no, if I recall, it was all just like you didn't give us proper developer support for licensing your engine. We're pissed at you. Like, Unreal was just like, dude, you were using our engine before we even really declared it was out, so what do you mean? Also, we did do our standard thing and met our contract. Also, you stole parts of our engine now, essentially, was kind of the weird turnaround. Yeah. It, this wasn't the only game affected, though, right? Isn't there an X-Men game? Dimensions? I'm not sure. I, this, the I article think it was, was talking about Two Human.
0: Two Human was the main thing that got focused. I'm pretty sure that's the only one that actually got hit with the cease and desist, because that was the original complaint.
1: Okay. But I think, didn't but, they use that, like, kind of weird bootleg Unreal Engine to make other stuff, though? Like, I thought there was an X-Men game. Well, they did make X-Men Destiny,
0: the one where you had, like, you could make three different mutants that had everyone's powers or something right, like that. Right,
1: right. Okay. But I guess maybe that was just not available on demand or something, or... No, I think, that one, I think literally
0: only Two Human was affected by this.
2: Yeah, okay. remember, Two Human came out a few years before X-Men, so...
0: Yeah, and keep in mind, the, the complaint was about that they took their money to develop the Unreal Engine so they could use it on just Gears of War. That was uh, the original complaint from the company. Fuck, mm-hmm. so I can't even remember the name of the company anymore.
1: Silicon Knights? Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, makers of Metal Gear Eternal Solid Darkness. Twin Snakes and also Eternal Darkness. So, GameCube classics. Uh, John, do you have Two Human? No. Oh, what? And... I- Dude, you can't get one now. It's gone. I have one. I have one, too. I I feel like
2: my girlfriend has a copy for some reason. I bought one for 50 cents at Blockbuster.
1: Nice. I paid like 10 bucks, dude. (laughs) But whatever. I I had half the mind to play it at one point in my life. And then I booted it up, saw the opening cutscene, and I don't know, I just turned it off. (laughs) But, yeah. Anyway, let's move on on to to the real news. I I wasn't I just didn't want to play Diablo with Vikings or whatever. So, okay, Nintendo, yeah, dude, did you All right, watch so the thing this thing? I saw Nintendo
2: did one of their Nintendo Direct uh, videos online,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and they dropped a ton of info. Yeah, uh, I guess starting with the big one, Wind Waker HD coming to Wii U this fall. That kind of caught a lot of people off guard. Everyone seems to love it though.
0: Yeah, no, everyone seems to be really psyched about a Waker remake, which goes to show how ridiculous the Zelda cycle has become, cause it seems like people only seem to like the older ones after a new one's announced.
1: Uh, yeah, this kind of seemed to kick up a resurgence online about Nintendo being unable to please both sides of the fans, you know, the mature Zelda people versus cartoony business. I don't know. What was your guys' reaction back when Wind Waker first came out? Were you on board? Or were you balking?
2: I loved it. Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda. Okay. When I played
0: it, I really liked. I didn't, I didn't mind that it wasn't like Ocarina looking.
1: Okay. Um, yes, likewise. I also really like the camera mini game, like they're taking pictures. Like you're basically chronicling, you're making the bestiary with photos. It was awesome, and you get little trophies and stuff. Uh, They're refining aspects of it though. As part of this remake, aren't they? Like, they, they kind of vaguely acknowledge, like, hey, we're going to tweak some stuff. I didn't hear I that, but that would probably stuff? be good
2: because fishing for Triforce pieces kind of sucked. Yeah, you know that
1: me? seems to be the thing people are hoping, like, expedite some of that travel stuff, or I don't know. We'll see.
0: That seems Boats. like the most logical thing for them to trim, anyways. Like, maybe the only thing I could think of them adding in would be fast travel, but I have a feeling that would kind of ruin the aspect of it.
1: Well, there was kind of fast travel, but it t- maybe they'll just let you have access to that song or something earlier. Like, wasn't there a thing you could conduct that lets you use a cyclone to travel to different islands? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's just like you have that ability at this point in the game instead of way over here. So is that better? I don't know. But this is all hypothetical at this point. There's like three screenshots. Everyone's kind of commenting. It it looks like they just turned on all the light bloom, but. Apparently it's going to be all HD and everything. And that full price? Do we? What I do you think? I have no idea. Do you think it will be? Would you pay sixty dollars to play this game again?
0: No, but fans probably will.
1: Okay, Sean, as a fan, Nintendo,
0: Nintendo, I'd see them making fifty, maybe forty. I could probably pay fifty at top.
1: Would it have like a gold disc or something? It would be some sort of limited run, like. I don't, oh, I don't
0: yeah. see them doing a gold disc again, even though they did that for the original release.
1: Okay. It comes with a baton.
2: I I don't need a baton. Anyway, next thing they announced... Alright, fine. uh, They also just kind of mentioned that they are working on a new Zelda. Yeah. But we're not talking about that right
1: now. A or whatever was saying, Hey, we're looking at the formula. You know? I saw that clip of video. It was him kind of saying, like, We're trying to, you know, look at what the core Zelda experience is and maybe address some things. I don't know. Anyway, see, see you guys later. And they bowed. So, Yeah.
2: Uh the next big real announcement was yeah. Shimagami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Which is which is insane, but I all know right. it, it is a ridiculous pairing.
0: It's that's all that's the best thing though. In some ways it kind of makes sense cuz literally like the Tensei series
2: is usually about death and in Fire Emblem death is pretty damn permanent, so Mhm. That's yeah. So they 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 didn't show anything about this besides like logos flying across appeared. the screen in a video.
1: Yeah. Uh, and like so a bunch can...
2: of characters that would be in both games. So. All right, so, but that's about it. Uh, that's, I'm, I look forward to that. Sure, why not? Uh, then they showed a new Yoshi game, which I didn't hear like anyone talking about, but it's by the Epic Yarn people and it looks like Epic Yarn.
1: That's yeah, like view. they even had like
0: the beads and everything, which was like... Yo- Yoshi was made of yarn. Did you see like he ate an enemy and then he became like... A puppet, or not a puppet, like a
2: a plush. I didn't see that. I just saw some screenshots.
0: Yeah, like he w- he looked like Kirby did when he was yarned, and right. then he ate an enemy, and then suddenly he became like
2: Well, no, he was polygonal when he's yarn. No, he's Kirby. not. Poly-
0: he's not polygonal. No, he's he's literally like
2: wrapped I around. He's, and... I think he's polygonal. There's there
0: was a, a close up picture I saw on Kotaku. It is it's he's yarn. I think he's yarn, but I think he's three D.
1: Mm.
0: Like I don't think
2: he's flat. I know nothing about this, but okay. Anyway, but yeah, by the Epic Yarn people, which that's cool because I like Epic Yarn quite a bit, and do something with Yoshi, I guess?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Wii U games that are first party. That's cool. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing this Yoshi picture now. It looks like he could well be 3D, but very, you know, Yarn-looking. Yeah, I got gotcha. okay. I got gotcha. you. Um, then they—they like uh, they
2: had I kind of listed together the things that they're going to talk about at E3 that they just said. There's going to be a new 3D Mario.
1: So galaxy people, maybe galaxy, 17. maybe Mario
2: 3D Land. I don't know. Just I guess that means not a, uh, you know, new Super Mario Bros.
1: Yeah. So not size rolling. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, a new Mario Kart. Duh. Surprise. And Is it called Mario Kart Eight? They will 8, talk though? about. The, they're going to talk about the new Smash Bros at E3 as well. Great. Exactly uh, that. And then stuff happening this spring is the MeVerse is coming to smartphones, like you get dedicated app. So that's cool. Huh. And then maybe you can buy the Cave on the 360 and still get the MeVerse there.
1: Like I can look up Cave tips. Well, yeah, in like my you Cave access community, the Cave whenever you want or that community. Oh, okay, so I can look through the community stuff.
0: Yeah, he, yeah. His right. point is, you can get like the MeVerse functionality without actually owning. A,
2: uh, oh, over without actually owning Wii that U. game on the... Right? You could just... You don't need to have your Wii U on to... Well,
0: here's the right. thing, like... Do you need a, a Nintendo Network account to access Miiverse? I assume so, right? Because, like, Nintendo would not be dumb enough to give out the Miiverse right. app and then just have people not... Sure. Okay, let's assume so. Yeah. Because that seems like, oh, ew, I don't have a Miiverse app, but I'm going to post on Miiverse or read Miiverse. I just mean,
2: like, if you didn't... You can still... If your reason for playing the cave on the Wii U is, I want the gamepad, or I want the... Sorry, I want the Miiverse... Yeah. Well, then you can get it on the 360 and still have the Miiverse.
1: Hmm. Oh, that's what you're... Th- yeah, okay. So I can chat it up with my Miiverse homies, but I'm actually playing a different version of the game. Right, yeah. Fair enough. I- yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: and then the Wii U is getting its own virtual console.
1: Finally?
2: Uh, so, so far, just NES and SNES games, as well as GBA. So kind of a weird selection.
1: There's some good stuff on those. No, for, for sure. sure. It's just yeah. a weird
2: selection to pick from. But GBA, that's hot dog... All right.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, Golden do you
2: think Sun? they're going to announce GameCube? No, I think they would prefer to do HD remakes of GameCube games. Yeah, that's
0: what I was afraid of when I heard the Wind Waker thing.
1: Yeah. N64, though, that would be... Well, they've the been doing do. N64 for a while. Wait, so you're saying there's a discounted price for if you own... Oh, I see. Okay, okay so that was the next
2: thing. If you own some of these and Ness games... Yeah. Because those ones are already... Because GBA is new. Yeah. But and Ness yeah. isn't for the Wii. So if you already transferred your and Ness games over, you can re-download a Wii U version of them, which will let you, I think, put them on the gamepad? Yes. Uh, it'll, and it it also increases the, the aspect pad. ratio. It increases mm-hmm. the aspect ratio,
0: adds in the save state functionality like the 3DS one has instead of the quick
2: save that the Wii one has. And So, and it's optimized for the Wii U. And if it's a NES game, it's a dollar. SNES game, dollar fifty.
0: Yeah, if you already own those games and have them already on your Wii part of the Wii U. Right. So, you have,
1: yeah. to, so have, you have, have, have to have done the transfer. process. you purchase them on process. the
2: Wii and transfer them over. So,
1: so I can so get Jam and Earl. Oh, wait, no, I can't. Because none of that Sega.
2: Genesis has not been announced yet, yeah.
1: Um, I'm sure, I'm sure that they'll do it. That'd be dumb of them not to. Act Razor, I can get. Again for a dollar fifty.
2: No act Razor.
1: Can speaking, that, speaking
2: but... of buying games again.
1: Yeah, they're having their thirtieth
2: anniversary sale right now. So a bunch of NES games are thirty cents one each <gasps> month. So right now you can get was it Balloon Fight? Yes, Balloon Fight for thirty cents because we don't all own Balloon Fight already.
1: In Animal Crossing.
2: <laughs> In like everything.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't I own one Kong,
2: of the right? months is Donkey Kong, because who doesn't own a million copies of original Donkey Kong? Is it original Donkey Kong? Because Super
0: Metroid's one of the games they put on
2: that list. I'm pretty sure Donkey Kong's on. Well, I have the link right here. Okay. Okay. I cited my work. Donkey Ooh. Kong is July. So okay, here's the list. I should we should probably say it anyway. January is Balloon Fight, February's F Zero, March is Punch Out featuring Mr. Dream. April is Kirby's Adventure. May is Super Metroid, June Yoshi, uh, and July Donkey Kong.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: So for thirty cents, if you don't own those somehow, if you're that, if you're the one person who doesn't own those, you can get them. Oh, some of that seems alright.
1: Oh man, <sighs> Japanese Wii owners will be able to get Mother Two. Okay, hey, yep. hey, so, Earthbound. Yeah, that's all right. Whatever. I'm not gonna read that. Um, <laughs> Are you just getting depressed now? Well, it's just like, I don't know. That's that's just been a weird thing that Nintendo's been not doing over here. I don't know. That was weird. Uh, I haven't played of it, news... but people love it. So. You've never played EarthBound? No. Like, that kid showed up in Smash Brothers. I was like, what the hell is that? And then I read up on this whole thing, and I was like, oh, weird. That sounds kind of neat. Oh, well, I guess I'll never play it. <laughs> I don't know. I miss that I miss that whole thing. Well, it, the reason it's not on the virtual console is cuz it has like a bunch of legal rights
0: cuz they have parodies of like the Blues Brothers and uh the Beatles and a bunch of other things. Hmm. That it was a lot easier to get away with back then. It's a little harder to do now.
1: Yeah, copyrights, man. It's ruining everything. Creative freedoms. But okay. Uh,
2: the wait, last wait, little wait, thing from Nintendo Direct uh, yep. was that there's going to be two system updates but in September and summer, they will increase or sorry, decrease the load times.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> increase the load times. Make it even worse. Yeah. So, I guess that's, that's good.
1: That's probably a good idea. Will these and desk games, though, briefly, sorry, will they work on the gamepad? Because yes, that's yes. big selling. That's, that, that, is the point. That, is
0: the, that is the reason they are charging you a tiny bit extra if you already own them. Because they're essentially remastering. They're doing
1: them. some stuff. Dude, I would so play Super Mario World on that thing all the time. So, hopefully that gets on there sweet. You can look up, dude. It's awesome. Does it do anything in the game? John, do you remember if looking up does anything in Super Mario uh, World? It does help you find some secrets. That's about all I remember. Oh, it'll actually pan the screen up a bit? Yep. Okay, I thought it was just like a goofy thing, but okay.
0: Awesome. Oh, plus, also you can throw items up. That's why that's there.
1: Oh, yeah! Right, dude. That was, you know. Cool. Anyway, okay, Super Mario World, one of the greatest games. PlayStation 4... What? Not sure if real this says, so rumor time.
2: I don't think it's rumors. I think this is correct. I'm kind of reading the article a bit. So they have some specs on what the PlayStation 4 is going to be like. Okay. Just kind of bullet points here.
1: 8 gigs of
2: system system memory. That's it? 2.2 gigabytes for video memory. The HDD. Now, this is for the developer kit, keep in mind. So it may not be as powerful as what consumers can get. Mm -hmm. But it looks like a minimum of 160 gigs. Looks like four USBs, USB 3.0s, mm-hmm. two Ethernets. I don't know why you would need that. I can't think of the reason you would need two Ethernet ports.
0: No, this is because it's just developer only. So business, why would you need yeah. two Ethernet? Okay, whatever. Uh, one goes to like a, a specific setup for networking, and one can go to the actual server where the game's hosted. The two things
2: that are really interesting here, the new controller features a touchpad. So think of OUYA, I guess.
0: Or uh-huh. kind of what the Wii U thing Or has. the Wii U. But a right. smaller version, I assume. Right. Yeah, that's oh. why I'm thinking
2: Ouya more likely. That makes sense. Um, okay. And then the next one is that PlayStation Network accounts uh, are linked to the controllers, so you can have multiple accounts logging in at once. Which, so it's doing what the 360 already does. Yes. So that's good. About time. Yep. So... That's just kind of interesting, we're getting some info. Again, this is just developer kit stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, it looks like touchpads are the future. Yeah, yeah.
1: I like touchpads. No, touch pads. to be
2: fair, they're the past, because iPhone, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. they've been around for a while, but so. I still like them. So, let's, let's keep investigating this touch thing. It's a good idea.
2: I guess I just, I don't know if I want everything to have touch, because I kind of liked having differences.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
2: you know, oh well. If it happens, it happens. I will end up with a PlayStation 4, let me tell you. I have a feeling we all will. Yes, we all will.
0: John, when when are
2: you buying your Wii Mini? Are you still expecting me to get that? Yep. Nathan, do you think John will end up with a Wii Mini? If someone
0: buys me a Wii Mini, I'll be really grateful to them. You're going to buy a Wii Mini.
2: I don't want to. I don't want to buy a Wii Mini. So I have it doesn't no matter. Doesn't it. matter what you want. There
0: are three Wees in this house already, that's, and that's a Why Wii you're U. gonna buy
2: a Wii Mini? I only own one of the Wiis in this house. Just saying. Anyway,
1: he doesn't even can... own two human though, so I don't know. Really. <laughs> there like, is still hope for me, believe it or not. Yeah, he doesn't buy dumb stuff sometimes. So. Sometimes. And that Wee like, like that fifteen dollars. GBA on one was Sonic like five Two thousand
2: six. I'm yeah. having fun with Sonic 06,
0: so you shut up.
2: Okay. Nathan, what's the last bit of news?
1: Alright, this is just kind of the... Basically what I remember from the final THQ auction business that went down. Um, Vigil Games was kind of just left on the sidelines. Like, just kind of no one no one picked them up. Seems to be what happened last I heard. Like, there was, there was some Vigil kind of... Vigil and
0: Darksiders,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, like, there was some kind of... The ones that I heard happening. about,
2: the press releases emailed to me... Mm-hmm. was that Ubisoft uh, picked up a bunch of their stuff,
1: mm-hmm. specifically and like Patrice, the South Park game uh, the as Assassin's well. Assassin's Creed fame is back Specific? at Ubisoft for now. That was yeah. the big slant on that. What what Ubisoft, or so THQ Ubisoft Montreal. Got,
0: uh, South Park and yeah. uh, Ubisoft Montreal, or THQ Montreal. Right, yes. but the South
1: Park thing is contested because the South Park Studios people aren't happy with that deal. So Oh, lawsuits. I hadn't heard that. That makes sense. I hadn't heard. Yeah, apparently that. their their lawyers are saying like actually we we're, we weren't even supposed to be part of this auction in the first place because of this little line of text here and they're like, "No, nah, man, we were within our rights to do it." So, yeah, that's happening. Um who knows when that game, that game's actually coming out now, but okay. But okay, so Ubisoft picked up THQ Montreal. What what was the other business? And South Park. Okay but with an asterisk next to that. Yeah. That's that's, that's what I provided.
0: As as long as that's, uh, the Stick of Truth comes out, because a lot of people seem to be really excited about that.
1: I've been watching me some South Park of late, so, yeah, I, I guess, I, you know, Obsidian, they do some cool stuff, so hopefully that would work out. Um, Sega picked up Relic, the Company of Heroes people, and the Warhammer, like, Dawn of War people. Um, Crytek, I think, bought Homefront for, like, half a million dollars. Which is stupid cheap. It's pretty cheap, but also like kind of just toxic because no one cares about that. I don't understand it, like,
0: why it's Crytek of all companies that did it though. They they make because they shoot, already have like their own stuff. franchises to worry about.
1: Yeah, so why try to like re like I don't know resurrect this kind of a uh, failed thing? I I don't know. That seems kind yeah. Of that's exactly weird. what
0: everyone's going on about. I was like, why are you why like, Homefront of all things?
1: It's like, I know it's only half a million dollars, but like you could have spent that on anything else. I don't know, buy some sandwiches. Yeah, I don't think
0: there's really that much brand loyalty to Homefront.
1: Yeah, but okay. The big get, I guess, out of all this was who, Coke Media or something, who are secretly also Deep Silver. They have Volition and Saints Row now, which was seen as kind of the top prize there, I guess. Which I, is what a little to... worrisome in my opinion. You're 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 not gonna trust the Dead Island PR management dudes with Saints Row. I it's not the PR. That actually, management. that's a perfect fit. Yeah, I mean dildo bats, weird okay. mutilated corpses, whatever. Uh, okay, I guess
0: with that logic too. I was gonna say like the PR company is not really what we're worried about with Saints Row. It's more like if they start doing things to mess with Volition and what they're doing. But yeah. when you pointed out, yeah, this is the same company that was okay with that. It's like, oh right, no, maybe Saints Row's okay.
2: Yeah. Who knows? I,
1: I yeah, I don't know. Like the one is arguably more tasteless than the other. I don't know, but whatever, that's the whole pickle in its own way. Um yeah, that, that those are the ones that stand out in my memory. I'm sure there were other licenses and stuff. What happened to WWE? That, that
0: went to supposedly Take 2. Okay. So it huh. means
1: it's part of 2K Sports now. Hmm. John, as a wrestling fan, WWE 13 uh how do you feel about this? I think it's an okay fit. Okay.
0: Like, the uh, only other option was that or EA. And, I don't know, EA already has whores out enough stuff as it is, so really mm-hmm. adding WWE to the plate wouldn't have done much.
1: Right. Um. I did kind of briefly kind of eyeball the numbers and stuff. This did total, like, 75 million or something, so that is more than 60 that was on the table before from the Clear Lake people. So I guess how, this How much
0: sense. do they need to make back to Clear Bankruptcy anyways? Like, I know that I... they're saying they're pretty much non-existent at this point.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. There's all sorts of weird messy business happening around. All, like the, the in the WWE claiming they they're owed royalties, this this South Park lawsuit is asking for like 3 million dollars. Like there's kind of messy stuff still happening, but oh, who got who got Metro? I forgot.
0: Oh, uh some company bought Metro and something else and the other something else was big. Mm. Maybe that was uh
1: Sean, you sound pretty invested in all of this. I
0: I didn't follow this. I don't know.
1: Okay. Okay. Fair enough.
0: Looking it up. Give me one sec. Uh, what are we looking up here? Uh, Volition and Metro both went to Kosh Media. So Deep Silver. Okay. So they have they. Have I Metro thought that's what well. it was. Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty. Take Two agreed to purchase Evolve, which is a game that wasn't even out yet. that was being worked on. <laughs> Ubisoft got Ubisoft or THQ Montreal and South Park supposedly. Yeah. And Sega got. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, I guess that's all of it. Um yeah, so there you go. THQ's gone. Um I guess it's same, like favorite THQ game ever, go. It's John. Uh WF No Mercy. Okay, WF New Mercy. Sean, do you have a favorite? Just looking uh, back. Probably just Darksiders. Yeah, I was kinda gonna say Darksiders as well, so
0: Okay, I think here's the more valuable question. How many THQ games can you guys actually remember? Uh, the Company of Heroes
2: games. Well, wait, we just listed off a whole bunch.
1: Yeah, we did. We did. Saints <laughs> Rose 1 through 3. So,
2: let me look at this Google Doc. <laughs> That's a good point. Sorry, you got me there.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: never uh, mind. Sarge's Heroes or something. W- weren't those them back in the day? Or was that someone else? I can't remember. So,
2: Were pour they one out the... and go play Darksiders 2.
1: Yeah. No, it's not. It's not most disappointing game of last year. I felt bad kind of bringing that up in light of what happened to them. But, I don't know. Go play... <laughs> Saints Row 2, the, third. the best one. Saints Row 2 is the best, best game Volition made. It's really good. It's really, it's really good. Let's move on to questions. Let's just, let's just stop dwelling on this THQ business. Brooke asks, what games do you guys recommend for the Vita? Sean. Wake Up Club? Oh,
0: I didn't realize we'd even jump to questions. Emails, questions. We did. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just too got busy
2: playing out. Sonic. <laughs> okay,
1: okay, okay.
2: Um, yeah, Wake Up Club. Frobisher says get all that free stuff for sure. Oh yeah. shit! I just realized um, it was a game I played. I would played. pretty much say the best thing you could do for the Vita is buy PlayStation Plus because then you have all the good games worth talking about mm-hmm. for less than they would cost on their own. Pretty Question much, though,
1: yeah. What? Oh, so even if you don't have PlayStation Three. 50 bucks still gets you more vita stuff. We'll
2: keep him, Well, what's the best ones on the vita probably? Gravity Rush? Uh grab- probably Uncharted, right? Let me pull out my shelf. It's probably the biggest ones are probably Gravity Rush and Uncharted.
0: Uh Little Big Planet and Assassin's Creed 3 as well, and then there's a bunch of ports. Okay, sure. And, like, Metal Gear Solid, HD,
2: Rayman, Touch My Catamari, Mortal Kombat, Luminous. Right. I think the best value for your buck would be getting that, because who knows what you're going to be getting for the rest of the year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm yeah. sure Assassin's Creed will oh, end Persona up on there. Oh, Persona
0: 4 Golden as well, but that's also... There's a another way one, apart. sure.
2: So, yeah, there's a whole bunch of games. If it was me, I would be getting PlayStation Plus. Hmm. Okay. I also
0: totally played my Vita. I forgot about Ragnarok Odyssey, but whatever. Tales, of,
2: Tales from Space, Mutant Blob's Attack, you get...
0: Do
2: you, you get, get that Wipeout. free? Wipeout. Yeah, you get it free. Oh, wow. Definitely play oh,
1: that. Sound Shapes. I like that elsewhere, so I'm assuming it's also sound good. Sound Shapes is on good. The beta. You get Final Fantasy Tactics. Love that game.
2: Wait, like, the PS1 one? Or the PSP version? The PSP version. Oh, like the, cool. The remade one of the, yeah.
1: And that's on Plus, yeah. So, yep, yeah, okay, fine. fine. Get, Retro get City Plus Plus Rampage you get for sound free. Shapes. And yeah, there's a bunch of free stuff. So. Um... John, will you ever stop being a classy hobo? Uh, yes, because I finally got my hair cut. Oh, okay. So I got my hair cut today as well. Yeah, I did I not get us. my hair cut. These are I great got... podcast stories about yeah, our hair right I'm now. Showing
0: off our hair in this audio podcast?
1: Yeah, it's a lot. Short... I kind of got the back business tied it up. Party in the back is over. Is that all anyway. you did,
2: is get the back cut? Because you had a lot of hair everywhere.
1: I kind of like keeping some on top. It's kind of it kind of after I looked at it, I was like, "This is kind of like David in Prometheus, where it's like a little, you know, he's got some of that Peter O'Toole oh, business." Okay. So I like that. I want. I'm. I'm gonna. I generally go evolve. like
2: short everywhere, except like the top and front area. Okay. So that's the longest part. Not it's, but it's not like long. It's just out of, compared to the rest.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. That's how I usually go. That's so how I any, it. any grooming tips or anything on hair care?
0: Uh, brush it or comb it or whatever you do.
1: Regularly I, comb it. I, okay. I don't
0: do any of those. You just well, your hair is usually short, Sean, right?
2: I comb like my facial hair. That's about it.
0: Uh, my okay. hair is usually like medium length or longer.
2: So, is it still after this cut?
0: Uh, it, it it's medium length at best. Like you saw how ridiculous it was last time we got board game night. It was right? long, yeah. Yeah, no, it it's cut a lot shorter. Okay. Like everyone who's seen me since, is like, wow, that's a lot shorter than I'm used to you seeing. But I hadn't had. Was a cut that since? Is like that, April. where these hobo comments come from? Or the hobo th- were comments you came from? Like, uh, there's a joke that I just like throw on my toque and just walk around. Okay. And like it makes me look like a hobo because my hair is just kind of sticking out. Super. Oh, long and back. toque
2: because you're a Canadian hobo.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. I, when I was in the states, I kept saying toque, and everyone was like, "Huh."
2: To be fair, I don't say toque. I say hat.
0: But they call it a beanie. Do they actually I, call I it a beanie? Yeah, beanie? I
2: thought that was a regional I, every, thing.
1: Everyone there was like, that, that's a beanie. Oh, oh weird. I beanie. Okay, I thought that was a kind of, no, do Yeah, I thought it was a thing with the propeller. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's the thing with the propeller.
0: That, apparently, that's only in Canada <laughs> and, I, and maybe England. <laughs> All right.
1: Huh. All right, oh, so Classy God. Hobo, that era is over. Um, well, for now. It'll, it'll for come now. back. It'll come back. Uh, next question's from Ryan uh, The announcement of Fire Emblem Cross. Shin Megami Tensei made me go fanboy like never before, and it got me thinking: What is your biggest fanboy moment, where you just freaked out at the mere mention of a thing, or something? I guess you know, like you just kind of that squee moment where you're like, "That's so awesome!" That guy. was uh, recently. I would
2: have to go with uh, N- Need for Speed uh, Most Wanted, the the current one, just because mm-hmm. the premise of it's going to be like Burnout
1: Paradise. Oh, so that announcement of like, "Yo, Criterion's making right." I remember saying game. on our podcast, "Game of the Show." Well, another one, and it's yeah. it's open world. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, but one that's probably a little closer was probably when they announced Smash Bros. Brawl because I checked like Smash Dojo every day for new updates. Yeah. No. I just, oh, man. I want to see that
1: again. A friend of mine was waiting that too. And it was just like, I don't care what character they announced, dude. It's just like, no, dude's awesome. So yeah. Every take you morning Metal Gear. I to check Smash Dojo. So and you're just like, okay, I yeah. Hmm. Uh, for me, it was probably moment.
0: when they announced the 3D Ninja Gaiden because I was like, "Oh man, I gotta get an Xbox." Oh, okay, sure. That was that I... was the thing that I wanted an Xbox for, and then, yeah.
1: I definitely did get caught in that weird wave around the Twilight Princess trailer, and I like I watched it many times. I was pretty you... into
2: the Twilight Princess as
1: well. Like I, I didn't the like game, but... the actual game that came out, though, but that release and the build-up, I was kind of like, oh, man, this is going to be so awesome, and then maybe that's why I overhyped myself. Yeah, not but... entirely
0: possible. I think a lot of people did that. But that, that seems to be a common thing lately,
1: everyone just overhyping themselves. Yeah, so I've, I've been a little wary of some of that. Like, If we can go outside of games, though, man, I like that Rise of Planet Apes movie, dude. Yeah, oh, we know. so good. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's the end. I thought there was another question. Yeah, how do they send it. us questions? Uh, if you want to send us a question, uh, you can go. You can, okay? Write an email: topdownperspective at gmail.com. dot uh, TDP podcast on Twitter. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, so you can go there. You could click like on it if that's accurate and you know that resembles your feelings uh, towards the podcast. You can do that. Um, you could also write a review on iTunes. Anywhere from one to five stars, you can say whatever you want about what we're doing. Um. Yeah, that that's that's th- those things. Let's uh go through the games of the week, though. So you know, yeah. What was the best stuff? What was the best stuff? Star John. Fox Two. Star Fox Two. Go download that totally legally somehow, and play. Well, that. I, I
0: actually have a physical cartridge of it, so I I played it on my SNES. How did what? <laughs> you you've never heard of reproduction cartridges? Oh, Okay. All right. I hadn't, but now I have. Yeah, there you go. People take games that either weren't in English but got a translation online for the ROM and put it in a physical cartridge. So worth the
1: expense, you're saying? Because that game's neat? Uh,
0: It was more expensive than it should have been. Okay. Uh, okay. (laughs) But, But the game was really good. I highly recommend trying out the ROM over buying the physical cartridge. I'll state that.
1: Okay. But check this weird chapter of Nintendo history. Star Fox 2. Uh, Sean, which one are you gonna go with? Yeah, there's a lot really. Like, I'll, like I'm looking at three here.
2: Because
1: you like I parts of some. I got to narrow down. I got to narrow it down, right? Because really like, like
2: it's probably either like I'm looking at Penny Arcade, I'm looking at Don't Take It Personally, and I'm looking at Nino Cooney. I'm gonna say not to Nino Cooney because I'm sure that'll end up being a big one. You know, it'll it'll end up being one of mine. It'll I'll be playing it for a few weeks here. Right. <sighs> Those other two, I had a lot of fun with. I'm gonna give it to. Don't take it personally because I will probably
1: continue playing Penny Arcade. Right. Whereas this is like a one-time experience, but it was a good one and it's free, so go check it out. So yep. Just wanna give, shine some attention there. Um, I I enjoyed several things I played this week, but I'm just gonna have to go with the weird like D, DS you know thing, Phantom Hourglass, dude. That game was fun. And oh wow. Okay. I, All right. I want to play more of it. I, I want to figure out what's going on. Get more power gems or something. I don't even know what those are for yet. But I gotta to go to the fairy, you know, pond or whatever. It's fun. Zelda games. I don't know. They're still, they're still pretty good. Yep. That's it yep. for this week's episode. See you in no, maybe it'll be February. I don't know. We'll see. I maybe think after
2: be. this episode, we will have reached our second year anniversary, third anniversary year. point. Right. How are, are we celebrating? I think it's
1: the,
2: I, t- I think it's the 28th.
1: How are we celebrating? I I don't know, I don't know. But next week I'll have been at a game jam, so maybe I'll talk about that. That sounds and cool. Say what that's like. Maybe there'll be a game with my name on it somewhere. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Later.